Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Ms. Lisa L. Dalton. Now, the Finding Peace Within podcast was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do you do that? You do that by studying the Word of God, doing the necessary work that you need to do to find your peace within. It is a journey. May I say that? Now, if this is your first time visiting the podcast, I want to say welcome. If you are a repeat guest, welcome, welcome back. If you would like to connect with me on all social media outlets, I say this, just Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton, and you will find me there. You can find my website, findingpeacewithin.org. And on the website, you can find my books. You can find previous podcasts. You can go back and listen to all my Lisa six and threes, which are my morning motivations that I post on all my social media outlets, which gives you a little hope for the day, gives you a little hope for today. I want you to get your pens and your pads as we take this journey to finding peace within together. Now, hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome back. I hope everyone is doing well today and that you are excited about all the things that the Lord has done for you in your life this week, today, and you're looking forward to what's ahead. I wanna say a couple of things. Oh, I got something in my teeth. Y'all gotta get some water. I wanna say this one thing. The only thing we have is now you know yesterday is gone yesterday is history tomorrow is not even promised all you have is this moment right here right now and to in today this moment is where we really should take advantage of whatever comes our way we should take advantage of the opportunities that's presented to ourselves and we should be ready Man, we don't need to be getting ready when the opportunity comes. We need to already be ready. But some of us are still stuck in some places and we haven't done the work that's required to get us to where we want to go. In today's lesson, I'm going to teach from my prayer journal. The Finding Peace Within Prayer Journal. You can find this on my website, findingpeacewithin.org. Or if you would like to, you can uh, send me a message and I can mail it to you. Or you can go to Amazon as well and just type in Finding Peace Within Prayer Journal, author Lisa L. Dalton, and you can get this prayer journal. I wrote this book. Um, I think I wrote this book in 2000. Let's see. 16 yes 2016 um after i did my help my own personal self help work the lord gave me 12 things to do to help me get to my peace within and i put it in a book and it is available for you on amazon.com i did not put it in digital form because it is where you need to do some work you need to write some things out today i want to start just sharing with you all some of the things that the lord has given me that has really helped me to get to this place of peace now this is also a 12 week course or 12 month 
However, I have some clients that are doing it month to month. Now that I have my life coach certification, I'm using these tools to help my clients get past some hurdles so that they can move forward with their life and move forward into the dreams and the hopes and the desires that they have for themselves. Now, the first thing in the book, it says the birthing of a smile, the birthing of a smile. Now, most people that know me know I smile all the time. Actually, it's really hard for me uh, like to take a picture and say, I want, I want it to be a serious, give me a serious look. And I think I look mean, you know, when, <laughs> when I have to put on a serious look because I smile so much. I smile all the time. Now, my husband tells me I do not smile in my, in my sleep. Okay, whatever. But um, <laughs> I would like to think I do, but I probably don't. But anyway, I had to do some work to get this smile. I had to do some work. And now that I've done the work, I know what a smile does for other people. It makes them wonder what in the world is she smiling about? And I want some of what it is she has. It took work to get here. The first point of memory that I can remember um, of my smile <laughs> is my grandma would say, you always grinning. You always grinning. Now, is there a difference between a grin and a smile? <laughs> Probably is, but to me, a smile and grinning, the smile comes and then the grin comes because there are some things in my life, even as a child, I was very happy about. But this is the one thing that I wrote in my journal that um, there are some things that we have forgotten about as we grow up. And there are some things that are just like right here in our memory from when we were children, when, we, when you were a child. And I wrote the first point of memory for me is when I was in kindergarten. And my brother Byron, I'm sure, remembers this. And all of my classmates whose last name was W, <laughs> um, we were in class, we were taking a nap. You know, back then we used to take breaks and take naps in kindergarten. And I remember my kindergarten teacher, Miss um, Douglas, I, I do believe Miss Douglas was, was in the room at the time. But anyway, um, she looked out the window and it was like, oh, something happened. And of course we being kids, like what's going on? What's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? And so she was trying to keep me from going to the window and me being fast. I went to the window anyway. And what I saw was my house on fire. The house that my grandmother and I lived in was on fire. And I just cried and I cried and I cried. And of course, my brother Byron and I were in the same class. And Byron came to me and he said, it's going to be all right, Lisa, you can come live with us. And I remember that so vividly. Um, I can remember saying to myself, my favorite, my favorite doll, Miss Beasley, she was life size, uh, was burnt up. My favorite dress, which was red, white and blue. And I took a picture of it 
a pit, I took a picture when I was in kindergarten with that dress on and it had a, a strap right here, uh, a little sash right here on the right side. And it was red, white and blue and it fit perfectly. And, and all the peppermints that my grandmother had were, were burnt up in that house. And that point of memory, that point of trauma for me put a little fear now that I'm older of are we going to always have some place to stay or will it go up in flames again and to God be the glory nothing has ever happened like that for me but many of us have a point a point of memory that has really caused us to stop in our tracks right there are some things many of us would rather forget in our upbringing and also in the book in the um in the guide i put here um a childhood timeline and you can see i'll show you i've actually done my work and if you're listening to me um through the podcast you can't see it obviously but if you're watching youtube I've, I've done my work here and I put from the ages of three to six and seven to 10, 11 to 13 on down to 26. What happened in my life here that caused me to stop developing? You know, what was that thing? You know, and, and that um, from seven to 10, I put um, some things, friends, do and don't do for me because I can remember being picked at as a little girl being called the church girl because number one I wore dresses every day I couldn't play sports I couldn't be a cheerleader you know I went to church all the time so I was labeled as the church girl and then from 14 to 16 boys job and pregnancy right because i was pregnant at 16. and then from 23 to 26 i just fast forward um marriage you know affair divorce <laughs> single in charlotte those things cause us to stop growing in certain areas in our lives then i asked the question what was it I wanted to hear as a little girl growing up? What was it I wanted to hear from those closest to me, mainly my parents? You know, what did I want to hear? And I wanted to hear that I was enough. That's what I wanted to hear. I didn't want to be compared to anyone else. Oh, you know, so-and-so-and-so is doing this and so-and-so-and-so is doing that. You know, why don't you try doing this or that, right? So that makes you feel like what you're giving of yourself is not enough for that person. Because, you know, as children, y'all know, we want to please our parents and we want to make them proud of us. So what do we do? We do everything they ask us to do. But then when they compare what you've done to another sibling or a cousin or somebody else that you're close to, it makes you now feel like what you have done 
isn't enough. And so I always wanted to be told that I was enough. And because I didn't get that, I was looking for validation in other areas of my life, which is what happens to many of us. We now begin looking for validation in other areas in our lives. And for me, um, y'all hold on for a second. I had some almonds before I started. Probably should have drank some water before I got started. It led to promiscuity for me because I was looking for acceptance. And of course, now, you know, now I got this little baby here, you know, at 16, 11th grade, going back to school, pregnant, having a child in the 11th grade and, um, and still not knowing anything about who Lisa is, who Lisa needs to be, or what Lisa can be. You know, the label now has become, you're the church girl that got pregnant. <laughs> Playing the organ, singing on the choir, you know, teaching Sunday school to the babies, and here you are pregnant. But that experience has helped me to grow even more. And y'all, I am so, I'm so free in that part of my life in many parts of my life, I'm so free in that because I know now that was a part of my journey. That was a part of the things that the Lord needed me to go through. And the experience that I went through has really made me stronger. I also believe having a baby kept me from going to college, which kept me from getting into even more crazy stuff. Y'all know crazy stuff happened in college. I went to college as an adult, which was good for me because the Lord knows the plans he has for our lives. Y'all know that, right? Plans for us to prosper and be in good health. And sometimes it takes those little we call setbacks to get us to where we need to be. That first part of that book. I remember mentioning that to one of my coworkers. What was it you wanted to hear as a child that you were never told? And we were in a class. I was teaching class um, to them, a new hire class. And immediately the tears just began to run down her face. And she hadn't even seen the book. I hadn't even shared the book with her. But just that one statement, that one question triggered something in her from her childhood that caused tears to run down her face. Now the question becomes, what does she do with those tears? And it may be happening to you as well. What do you do with those tears? You gotta, you gotta put a name to the tears. You can't just cry. What are you crying for? What emotion did you feel that caused those tears to come up? And that's what caused me to, again, write this book because the more I went and looked back at my life and started to chart my journey in a different way, those memories came up for me. Now, I've never been molested as a child. I've never been... Um, you know, sexually abused or anything of that nature. 
Of course, I felt like I was abandoned by my parents, but now that I'm older, I know that's not what it was. So you may feel like what you went through as a child is a what what you are today is a result because of what happened to you as a child and you've yet to deal with that thing so today i want us to get the pen and the pad and i want you to write out what was it you wanted to hear as a child that you were never told Write a message to the little child that still lives inside of you. You know those things that you wanted to hear that were never said. Birth isn't something we suffer, but something we actively do and exalt in. We give birth every day to something. Every day when we wake up, it is an opportunity for us to birth something. And to birth something means to bring something to life. When a, when a, a woman gives birth to a child, she's bringing birth to life. She's bringing something to life. And, and I won't just say, you know, as humans, but as animals too, any creature that brings birth to anything, you're giving life to it. So as we start our day, what will you birth today? What will you bring life to today? That, that y'all, I can get a little heavy sometimes. But when I think about waking up, being productive every day, I cannot let my days go and it be wasted. I have to... Be productive. And in my first book, I wrote about spending 15 minutes a day on your dreams, on your businesses, on your hobbies, those things that you enjoy doing. What puts a smile on your face? Focus on those things. But if the trauma in your life is keeping you from bringing forth that smile, let's do the work. Let's, let's break it down, go down to the root and let's do the work we need to do so we can get a smile again. Even if you've never smiled before, you can get a smile. Smiles are beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And if you need to get your teeth right so you can have an even prettier smile, you can do that too, right? I believe the more I look into Lisa, and tell the truth, the better I have become and the better I'm becoming because we give birth every day. Every day we give birth. Wow. Think about that. Every day you give birth. You bring life to something in your life. Wow. As I begin to bring this lesson to a close, I want us to start again with what is your first point of memory from a child? Three to four. You know, some of us can remember back to two. I can't remember that far back. You know, I can't. I, five, five years old, I can start remembering. But what was it that you remember most about that time in your life? And then 
write out what was it you needed to hear or wanted to hear as a child that you did not hear. And you still may want to hear it as an adult. And what has you not hearing that caused in your life today? Now, what's our homework? We're going to recognize our first point of memory between one and five. And then we're going to write out what was it we wanted to hear as a child that we never heard. And you're still longing to hear. Right? Right. I pray and I believe and I know this lesson was helpful to you today. Let's close out in prayer. Lord, we thank you today for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We just thank you for giving us the ability to birth something out of our lives every day. Now we ask that you be with us as we go forth in our week. Let it be blessed, filled with productivity, filled with smiles, and most of all, filled with you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Now, you go make it a wonderful, wonderful week. Don't forget to follow me on all my social media outlets. And remember this, a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.